Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Nicholas Mancini, currently the pastor of Sacred Heart of Mary Parish in Louisville, and he's the spiritual director for us here at Living Bread Radio. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Tim. Pleasure to be back. It's great to see you again. Thank you. Today we're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, about what we believe as Catholics. And we've been talking about happiness and freedom. And question 289 asks us, must we allow a person to use his free will even when he decides in favor of evil? For a person to be able to use his freedom is a fundamental right based on his human dignity. An individual's freedom can be curtailed only if the exercise of his freedom is detrimental to human dignity and the freedom of others. Freedom would be no freedom at all if it were not the freedom to choose even what is wrong. It would violate the dignity of a man if we did not respect his freedom. One of the central duties of the state is to protect the liberties of all of its citizens. Freedom of religion, assembly, association, freedom of opinion, freedom to choose one's occupation, and so on. The freedom of one citizen is the limit to the freedom of another. I'm reminded of the the story of where Jesus goes to a, a Pharisee's house and they're mumbling among themselves saying, he doesn't even know what kind of people he surrounded himself with. And the whole point is, is Jesus came for us sinners, for those of us that are sinners. And when we sin, we get sick, we get ill, we're unhappy. We have all these negative things that are a part of our life. So again, God loves us so much, he wouldn't force us to love him. Because that wouldn't be love. That'd be something else. Yes. But he gives us free will to choose to love him or not to love him. But the whole point of the gospel, and I think the whole point of the church, is to teach us who Jesus is and the fact that if we choose him, that we are going to be happy forever with him, not only in this life, but especially in the next. Yes, that is so true. That is so true. So again, freedom is very important to be able to allow us to choose good or evil. But, of course, the whole point of the church is to help us to choose good. Right. So question 290 asks, how does God help us to be free men? Uh, Christ wants us to be free, set and free for freedom, such as in Galatians 5.1, and to become capable of brotherly love. That is why he sends us the Holy Spirit, who makes us free and independent of worldly powers and strengthens us for a life of love and responsibility. The more we sin, the more we think about only ourselves and the less we can develop freely. In sinning, we also become more apt at doing good and practicing charity. 
the Holy Spirit who has come down into our hearts gives us a heart that is filled with love for God and mankind. We avail ourselves of the Holy Spirit as the power that leads us to inner freedom, opens our hearts for love, and makes us better instruments for what is good and loving. And I think this is important. Yeah, you know, like we said here, a person, okay, in sin could do good by, okay, okay, I'll give $25 to the needy. But then yet turns around and goes back and sins again. Whereas if the Spirit leads him to goodness, to repent of that evil, to come back to the power of God's Spirit and live a holy life, he receives the full benefit of that love and freedom of God's mercy in his life. So I think we have to, you know, look at turning from the evil ways and once again getting back to the principles of the power of the Spirit, living the good, the goodness of what Jesus really wants us to do. And the thing is, Father, we can't do that on our own. We can't do good and choose good on our own. We need the grace of God and the grace of the sacraments of the church. And and as you just mentioned, the Holy Spirit We need to allow him to guide us and to fill our hearts to overflowing with love so that we, with the help of God, Mm -hmm. can choose good and choose to be free in a good way, and that is to love God and to love others. Yes, you know, and we know we can distinguish between good actions and bad ones. I mean, you know, we know that if we know the commandments, we know what is right, we know what is wrong, and we possess... uh, reason and a conscience which enables us to make clear judgments. I know stealing is wrong. Okay, don't do it. If I do it, I know I have sin. And then I am turning away from God. If my conscience says, no, don't do it, the Spirit is working in me, okay, I know. Yes, I'm not going to take it. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to develop this sense once again of knowing right from wrong. And again, it takes a well-formed conscience. Yes. So that as we go through our day, throughout each day we make dozens of decisions. And in order to continually choose good, mm-hmm. once again, we need that grace of God. So that's why I think it's so important that we have a daily prayer life, that we go to church every week, and that we frequent the sacraments in particular Confession and Holy Communion. Yes, you know, and um, the Second Vatican Council points this out. It says, concerning conscience, his conscience is man's most secret core and his sanctuary. There he is alone with God, whose voice echoes in his depths. And, you know, God speaks to us, like you say, through prayer. If we take time to pray and let God speak to us, then we hear that inner voice telling us, yes, do what is right. Turn away from the evils of the world and be at peace with yourself and with others. And unless we do that and form a good conscience, we're lost. Well, a lot of times I know I've used the phrase, go with my gut feeling. Mm -hmm. And I think, One of the reasons in my adult life 
I've realized the importance of a daily prayer life. I've realized the importance of staying close to God. I've realized the importance of putting God first in my life and asking better questions. Is this God's will for me? Is this pleasing to God? Is this what God would want me to do? So by making that practice and having that daily prayer life, now when I say to myself, I'm going to go with my gut feeling, that I can believe is the Holy Spirit trying to guide me into the right decision. Yes, because you know too, and you think back and you look at the scripture, didn't the apostles say to Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray? He did. They did. And the beautiful prayer that Jesus teaches is the Our Father. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So there he was forming them in that power of prayer. That yes, when we are tempted, let's pray that prayer, the Our Father. Because there it calls to mind in our conscience, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And I think once we formulate that, like you're saying, through the power of prayer, then our consciences are clear and we're putting our trust back in the Lord and not in the evils that surround us to allow Satan to take us over and to form a bad conscience and say, oh, all that is good, oh, that, that church business, you know, no, 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 don't worry about that. He'll understand. And we let ourselves be swayed and lured into the evils and the temptations of the world. Uh, St. Pio, in his life, was tempted that way. How many times did the devil try to tempt him and appear to him and say, Oh, you priest, why do you want to be a priest? Give it up, give it up. No. He prayed earnestly and wholeheartedly, and he knew to overcome the evils, he must pray. And so he did. And he teaches others that by his life and example. So many of the saints tell us this and teach us this through their lives to form good consciences, to be a people of peace through prayer and understanding, and to turn away from the allurements of the world and the evil one. I know looking back at my life when I was younger, uh, there was a time that I was away from the church and I did not go to church. And part of the reason was just laziness. It was easier to stay in and sleep in or go out late the night before and sleep in or even to get up uh, during the summer and play golf. But what I realize now looking back is that sin had dulled my good Catholic guilty conscience. And the reason it was so hard for me to start praying again and coming back to church is the fact that I didn't want to have to look myself honestly in the mirror and see what I was really doing. It was mm-hmm. easier for me to, to pretend I was ignorant, if you will, and pretend I didn't know what I was doing and keep leading that, that life of comfort where having to do some of the things like going to church, going to confession, doing the right thing made me uncomfortable. But again, as long as I was sinning, I had that dulled conscience that I could keep on doing it and keep justifying it to myself. But by God's grace, I realized I wasn't praying. I wasn't going to church. I wasn't living a life of holiness. And I wasn't living a life that was pleasing to God. So again, it took me a a couple years Mm -hmm. before I actually turned it around. And again, by God's grace. And part of the problem, Father, again, I was trying to do everything on my own. 
I was trying to make good choices on my own and basically saying, I don't need you, God. But now, looking back, I realize I've always needed God, and he's always been there for me. It was me who chose not to allow him right. into my life and to be a part of my life. Yeah, we need, we need to turn back to God with all our heart and our being and understanding. You know, if we let our passions and our emotions and our feelings destroy what is good in us, then we are lost. Whereas if we turn to the goodness and find that love of Jesus, it is better than to do good. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas points this out. There is good without evil, but there is nothing evil without good. God made man in such a way that he can love and hate, desire or despise something, be attracted by some things and afraid of others, be full of joy, sorrow, or anger. In the depths of his heart, man always loves good and hates evil, or what he considers to be such. And we need to turn back to that goodness and formulate good, clear consciences. And again, everything that is good comes from God. That is correct. Okay, great. Thanks for sharing that with us, Father. You've been listening to Father Nicholas Mancini as we go through the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church. This has been Tim Perry for Living Bread Radio and Faith with Father, saying that God loves you more than you can imagine. Don't forget it. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.